Welcome to the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. I'm coming to you on a Saturday um, afternoon, right before the college football playoffs. Uh, getting this out a little later in the week, just the holidays and everything. Uh, just couldn't find a time to record. Um, but we're, this is the pick show, like always. We, we're, we're doing some more picks. Um, we went 4-2 and two last week. We'll recap that real quick, and then we'll give you these six picks. This is going to be a shorter episode um, same format, uh, as the picks always are just a little quicker, just because I'm getting it out so late. Um, so you guys can hopefully listen to it before the game and, and get the picks in. So just to recap last week, um, and by the way, still in the one studio where cars sometimes pass. So if there's background noise, I apologize, but, um, listening back to some other, the old ones that I've done here, it didn't sound too bad. I mean, sometimes it's pretty noticeable, but for the most part, it's it's nothing too crazy. Um, but to recap last week, we had Panthers. We went four and two. Uh, we are 55, 39 and one on the season. Um, we had, that's, I mean, 16 games over against the spread. Pretty solid. Um, last week, though, Panthers plus six easy loser that was a terrible one we had jags plus seven that lost two then we reeled off four in a row uh, we had raiders plus six that was easy cardinals plus nine that felt like just straight up stealing money we had the eagles plus three chiefs minus four and we went four and two so yeah 16 over last week this will continue into the playoffs but once the playoffs start we'll just pick every game against the spread give analysis for it and everything that starts next week uh season has flown by um, but for this week, first pick, this line has moved. I punched these in earlier in the week, was planning on recording earlier, but like I said, just holidays and things just got in the way, so um, was unable to get it out till now. So these lines have changed, um, so I apologize, but a lot of money coming in on our favor. We, with the first pick, we grabbed the Bears at plus one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, so we have the Bears at plus one here against the Vikings. Both teams really don't have anything to play for, but the Vikings will have a playoff game to get ready for next week as where the Bears don't have anything to get ready for next week. Their season's over uh, regardless. This line has moved all the way to Bears by three and a half. I'd still take it there. I just think Minnesota has absolutely nothing to play for. I'd be surprised if you saw any of their starters, and if you did, I'd be surprised if it was more than for more than just a few series. I They're going to get ready for next week. Um, and depending on, they're going to be ready for next week. They're locked in as the sixth seed in the NFC. Pretty much one of the only, the sixth seed is the only seed. Well, we know the Vikings are basically in the NFC. We know the Vikings are going to be the sixth seed, and we know the NFC East winner looking like it's going to be Philly, but Dallas still in play there um, is going to be the four. Everything else still up in the air, uh, and we know Green Bay will have a home playoff game. That's like, the extent of what we know in the NFC. Um, but Bears plus one, I still would take it at three and a half. I just think, you know, the Bears, you know, they could they they could get to 500 on the season. <clears throat> um, a win against a division rival. Uh, just more to play for than the Vikings that have nothing at all. Like if they win, they're the six. If they lose, they're the six. I think you can lock in Bears here. And that's the first pick. So moving on. Um Moving on to the second pick, money also also coming in on our favor here. We got this at it's the Kansas City Chiefs minus eight hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, we got it at eight. It's now up to nine. 
nine and a half, maybe depending on where you look. Um, <clears throat> Andy Reid in the division is unbelievable. The Chargers look like they're just they've just packed it in for the season. Very disappointing season for them. Um, they get blown out by Minnesota. They lose to the Raiders. Chiefs, this game is an 11 o'clock game. Chiefs probably going to be the three seed, but it is an 11 o'clock game. Um, Patriots will also be playing at 11 o'clock. So, you know, the Chiefs are going to still be trying to win this game to hopefully get that by, even though I think we all can assume the Pats are going to take care of business against Miami, but they still have a little bit to play for. Um, Chargers, like I said, they just look like their bags are packed. That plus Reed being amazing in the division. Chiefs having a little more motivation here. Um, <clears throat> we're going to roll with the Chiefs there. Uh, next pick, the New York Jets plus two against the Buffalo Bills. Same reasoning as we just said for the Vikings, really. Uh, Jets, Jets have had a super weird year. They started off and literally had one of the worst offenses in the history of the game. Um, started 0-4. They beat Dallas. They lose three more in a row after that, including a loss to the Dolphins. But since then, it's not been too bad. Um, they're actually... They're actually five and two in their last seven games, and remember that started the stretch that at the first of the season, Darnold was out with the mono. So, um, I just think the Bills here, just again, they're like Minnesota, nothing to play for. They're in, they're in that five spot, really looking like they're they're going to get um, the Houston Texans next week in the wild card round, um, and. That's basically that. I just think the Bills, again, it could be nice for them to finish the season strong and, you know, finish the season 6-2 and two in the second half of the year. And, you know, maybe it might not be good for their future. And now Adam Gase is going to stay. He's terrible. Um, but, but I just – I think that they're playing decently well right now and the Bills have absolutely nothing to play for. Um Again, I'd be surprised if you saw any of the Bills starters, and if you did, it's only going to be for a few series, maybe a quarter at the most. They're going to treat this like a preseason game, get everyone healthy, and get ready to go to Houston next week in the wild card round. So lock in Jets plus two. Um, <clears throat> next pick, it's the Oakland Raiders plus three against the Denver Broncos. Money has actually went against us on this one. It's now up to Denver by uh, three and a half. Um Denver's been an up and down team, just like Oakland. I just think it's kind of the theme for this week. Who has more to play for? And the Raiders have way more to play for. Um, now their playoff odds, their playoff chances are a long shot. But everything that needs to happen, we went over it on Monday sh or Monday night show, Tuesday morning show, whenever you got that. Um, <clears throat> Uh, how the Raiders are still in this. So they're still playing for something as where Denver's not playing for anything. Um, and I, 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 like I said on, on Tuesday show, so I'm sorry I'm being repetitive, but the NFL does a good job at getting all these games at the same time that have playoff implications for each other. So they, so the Raiders, Raiders need Pittsburgh to lose. They, that game's a two. They need tennis at two twenty five. Raider games at two twenty five. They need the Titans to lose. That game's at two twenty five. Um, they need the Colts to win. That game's at 225. So the three things that they – and they're in their games at 225. So the three things that they need to happen 
um, are all at the same time. So they're going to be going in guns a blazing, thinking, hey, we actually do have a puncher's chance. None of those things are crazy. Uh, Pittsburgh and Tennessee are both favored, but Tennessee is a, is a six-point road favorite there in Houston. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise – I mean, it, it wouldn't – what if – I mean, if you're a Raiders fan, you should be cheering for the Chargers to win that game so then the Chiefs can – or then the Texans have something to play for. Um, so that that could be something to look at. Uh, obviously, I don't expect that to happen. We just locked in the Chiefs but uh, as one of our picks. But Raiders will still have something to play for here in this game, and and they won't know their fate yet because all the other games that determine play at the same time. So I just think a little more to play for. Take it at three and a half, obviously, then you're getting the hook. Um, not a bad spot for Oakland, I don't think, if – if you're a Raiders fan right now, you just got to be sick about that Jaguars game that, that they blew. They, they'd be in really nice shape. Uh, they lost to Tennessee, but they only need Tennessee to lose, and that's it. If they would have not blown that Jaguars game, they also got blown out by the Jets. Um, you know, so, but yeah, the Raiders are still in it. We're locking them in at three, but obviously we I'd like it at three and a half as well. Um, the GTA meme, it's time for that again. Because we are back on the Philadelphia Eagles. We are picking them minus four at the New York Giants to win this game by more than four and wrap up the division and host a wild card game next week. Look, Giants, <clears throat> they're horrible. Um, they gave up 35 to Washington. I know Philly's receivers are limited, and honestly, Philly doesn't have a receiver that's even as good as uh, Terry McLaurin, but and no Ertz, I get it. But I just think the Eagles, just like last week, I think they're going to do enough to take care of business here, find a way to win. So, so much more to play for than the Giants. This has actually gone against us too. This line's down to three and a half, probably because of the Zach Ertz news. He has been ruled out. They don't have Ertz. They don't have Goddard. They're just so limited offensively with their weapons, but I think they can lean on the ground game. The Giants do kind of defend the run well, That's but... They can't cover anyone. I mean, if you have NFL caliber receivers, which that's debatable if the Eagles even do, but they should be able to get open. Um, Haskins was playing well against them. He got hurt. Keenan was playing well against them. This secondary for the Giants is a tire fire. Um, Eagles minus four and a half, four. We got it. Obviously, take it at three. This is a spot for Philly to really just take control of the division. Um, <clears throat> obviously and clinch the division way more to play for for them and um yeah locking the eagles we're taking them for let's <laughs> real quick it probably would be fun so we got them this week we had the eagles this week we had the eagles last week week 15 we had the eagles so this is the third straight week of having the eagles let's just over the over this year how many times we've taken the eagles so that's three um because it just feels like every week on the Eagles. This might not be good podcasting, but I just want to see just for my own curiosity because I picked them there. Okay, so that's four. We picked them in week 12. Um, they're just a team. I mean, I picked them to win the Super Bowl or make the Super Bowl earlier in this or the, in our preseason pod. So, I mean, I've just been all over them all year and, and, I'm just doing this for, there's five, we picked them in week nine. 
picked them in week eight, so that's six times we've been on the Eagles this year. <laughs> picked them in week seven, that's seven. <laughs> Pick, <laughs> picked them in week six, that's eight. We're at eight right now. Um, that's still over half their games. Picked them in week two. That's nine. And I know we picked them in week one because I remember we had them against Washington. Okay, guys. Yeah, so we've so out of the 17 weeks that we have done picks, I have picked the Philadelphia Eagles 10 times. So in 10 of their games, I have picked the Philadelphia Eagles. I've just been all over them all year, staying with them here again. Um and yeah, man. So I just, I just have been rocking with Philly this year, I guess. And we'll, we'll do it again here with minus four against the Giants for them to wrap up the NFC East. Um, last pick is the Arizona Cardinals plus five against the Rams. <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, I, I don't even know here. It's just, it was really week seventeen is such a funky week with who's gonna play and. Is this guy? Is it, well, they say this guy's playing, but is he really only going to play one series or a quarter, or is he? You know, you just never know. Um, but we just took the Cardinals because this this line's gone against us too. I know the Rams have had great success against the Cardinals. Just a few weeks ago, they beat them by a million. It felt they beat them thirty four seven. But getting them plus five here, the line's up to six. Cardinals went in and won a road game last week against division rival. I, I think the Rams kind of had their kitchen sink game per se last week and it didn't work out. They had a heartbreaking loss. And I just think that's going to be really hard to bounce back from um, and get up for a Cardinals team. You just blew out your season's over if you're the Rams. Um, and there's just very little for you to play for. I know there's nothing to play for, for Arizona either, but Arizona has been out of it forever. Those teams are always more dangerous. I think, than the teams that have been out of it for a, the teams that are, are more dangerous, in my opinion, late in the season are teams that have been out of it for a while, um, but do have a baseline level of talent, um, which Arizona does. They could be scary next year if Kyler takes a leap, which I really expect him to do in Cliff's offense here too. They could be a sleeper team next year. They, they have cap space. They're going to have a decently high pick, not in a bad spot. That's a different route, but it's the more dangerous is if you've, been out of it for a while, and but you still have that baseline level of talent. That's more dangerous than the team that just put it all out there last week against a rival like the Rams did, lost in heartbreaking fashion. I love people blaming Jalen for that. Like that's not Jalen's fault on that last play. That was the safety's fault. I don't know what Jalen was doing. Like that was a weird thing that he did at the start of the play, but that he was clearly ex expecting safety help there, got none. Um, and yeah, I mean, so that's just, they're coming off that to get up, come get up for this Arizona team that you just blew out. Hey, maybe they blow them out again and, and whatever, but I just don't see the Rams coming in here, like playing with everything they got. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I think there. I just, I'll just take the points there. Um, so to recap Rams plus five at the Rams, Eagles minus four at the Giants, Raiders plus three at the Broncos. Jets plus two for at the Bills, 
Um, Bears plus one at the Vikings. We're on the and then Chiefs minus eight home for the Chargers. Five road road teams again. We've been all over road teams this year. Road teams have killed it against the spread. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but they've been great against the spread all year. Um, be interesting to see how that carries over into the playoffs. Games that we should probably preview um, that have playoff implications, and we'll get out of here because um, LSU Oklahoma is about to start, so we got to watch playoff game. Oh, Panthers Saints will start there. Um, Saints roll. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. Um, Packers, Lions. For some reason, I'm nervous. I guess it's just because I'm a maniac. I don't know. Packers should take care of business. Both teams should win. Saints and Packers both. Saints 13-point road road favorite. Packers 12-point road favorite. So both should take care of business. Um, Steelers, Ravens. Um, Steelers are two-point favorites here. I think we said that earlier. I don't have any idea what to expect here. Um, Baltimore not Lamar has already been ruled out, uh, but Pittsburgh just cannot score. They they cannot score. <laughs> their offense has been so bad. It, their defense has been fantastic. The coaching has been great, but last two weeks against the Bills and Jets, they they combined for twenty points. The week before, they scored twenty three against Arizona. But if you look, that was. Four field goals by Boswell, a punt return by Deontay Johnson. They only scored one actual offensive touchdown. The week before against the the Browns, they only they scored two. So in the last month, the Steelers have three offensive touchdowns. They just can't score, even if it's against Baltimore's backups. I don't really trust them to score. I think they do end up winning just because it means absolutely nothing to Baltimore. Baltimore's reeled off 11 in a row here, 13-2, and two, have wrapped up the one seed. Um, and, yeah, but I, I, it's just hard to take Pittsburgh because I have a lot here, and they just can't score. They cannot score. Um, Titans-Texans, it looks like we're going to get the Texans back up. Um, and we're not getting any starters Titans up to a six-point road favorite. Everything on the line for them, do or die. Um, Got to think they take care of business there, but who knows? Week 17, there's always that one funky, weird result. Remember last year when the Bears went into Minnesota and won? So there's always that one game. Maybe that's this one. I don't know. Uh, but but I, I kind of expect the Titans to take care of business here. They've been playing well. They, they had that Saints game. They were up 14-0. And then they were down three, and their one guy just got literally knocked out. Knocked the fuck out. And um, he fumbled, and you just were waiting for the flag the whole time. It never came, and they ended up losing that game. But they're still playing well just because they've kind of hit a skid here. I still like Tennessee. And if you're KC, you definitely, and you're that three seed, you you definitely would rather play, play, ten, play Pittsburgh than Tennessee here, I think. So... Just because, like I said, Pittsburgh's defense is great. And I think Pittsburgh could be really scary next year um, if they go add another receiver um, and get Ben back. And then that defense, man, they're going to be nasty. Uh, I really like Pittsburgh next year um, already. But this year they just, with Hodges or Rudolph, or I know Rudolph's now out for the season, so Hodges, I mean, it's just not happening. They, they've done a great coaching job. The defense has been spectacular, but – 
with that bad of quarterback play, you are just so limited. And that's just kind of where they sit next year, even though they are a scary team and uh, have a nice, at least next year outlook. Um, other playoff games, like the implication games, Dallas, Washington, uh, whatever. Like, I think Philly takes care of business, but Dallas, 12 and a half point favorites there. I don't know, man. I mean, Dallas might just completely quit. Like, that wouldn't surprise me. I almost took Washington. Like, Dallas might just be like, you know what? Fuck this coach. We're done. Um, or maybe they'll, they'll see, like, the Eagles are down 7-0 early, and they're like, let's do this. I don't know. That's weird. Hard to say. And then, obviously, the marquee big game of the week, the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. This game has mass, massive implications for a lot of teams. Um, if the Niners win, they are the one seed in the NFC, um, and home field will go through Santa Clara. These are just – I mean, this is just an iconic matchup, right? Maybe not iconic not the right word because I don't remember, like, too many – like 90s big Seahawks Niners game. But in this era of football in the 2010s, how many times have these two teams played in big games? The Thanksgiving game, I think in 2014, uh, the 2012 game in Seattle where Seattle just rolled, the 2013 game in Seattle where Seattle rolled, that iconic NFC championship game. There was a great game. The Kaepernick Sherman, now they're on the same. Now, I was about to sad. RIP, we love you, Cap. But, uh, now these two teams are at it again, man, and uh, they've had some great epic matchups over the years, and now they're at it, at it again. Great game. Uh, Marshawn is back. We expected that on the last episode we did, but it wasn't official. He is back. I don't know what to expect from Marshawn. I, I, it, it's just fun that he's in this game, like another wrinkle thrown into this. It just makes it fun. Um, but... San Francisco is the better team. We know that. I think like San Francisco is just straight up better, but the, the Seahawks have a way of just pulling games out. And they, we've been over the close games with Seattle a billion times that and the Eagles. That's two things we've just talked about. Non fucking stop on this show. Um, but I don't know what to expect. <laughs> um, I think the Niners are the better team, but I don't really like going against Seattle. So I really don't know what to expect. Uh, if the if the Seahawks win, let's get into that. If the Seahawks win, if the Packers and Saints win and the Seahawks win, like we went over Packers and Saints, both should take care of business. Should is the key word there, but they should. Um, if they both win and Seattle wins, Seattle is your three seed because the New Orleans – let me just double check that. I'm pretty – I'm almost 100% sure that's right, but let me just double – Double check that. Um, so if that if those if those three things happen, Saints Packers win. Um, yes, yes. Okay, so that was right. The Seattle Seahawks are your three seed, and your one and two seeds are the first seed is the Green Bay Packers, the second seed is the New Orleans Saints, um, and the three seeds the Seahawks, Niners five seed going to the going to the NFC East winner. Uh, like I said, Niners the one seed if they win. Packers two seed if they win. Saints Saints path to a bye. Packers loss they win. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Um, so yeah, man, I don't really have anything else. This went even a little longer than I expected. I just wanted to get something out quick so you guys could hear the picks, maybe take advice or fade. But hey, I have uh, been good this year. Sixteen games over five hundred against the spread. Um, so that's gonna do it, guys. Um, 
just real quick here, um, we thank Anchor for sponsoring today's show. This show is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. If you're looking to start a podcast, I'm sure you have a ton of questions. How do you how do you record your podcast? How do you post your podcast? How do you get your podcast on the on all the platforms, apps? How do you promote your podcast? Um, Anchor walks you through every step of the way. So we thank them for sponsoring today's show. Uh, and also, if you could just swing by iTunes and give us a rating and review that really helps preferably five stars leave a review what you like about the show what you don't like about the show um if you could do that just rate five stars i'd really appreciate it It helps us helps us do what we are kind of what kind of do what we're doing here hope you guys enjoy it hope you guys had good holidays um we scheduling wise we will be back sunday night um, to recap week 17, not going to, we'll talk, we'll say what the matchups are, you know, and, and of course you'll know, but we're not going to preview anything. That'll be later in the week. Um, kind of trying to think of some special stuff to do for the playoffs. So yeah. Um, enjoy the, enjoy the games, enjoy the week, the NFL, the college football, enjoy it all. Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas and peace.